Welcome to Ayurvedic Healing and Beyond podcast. My name is Vignesh Devraj, an Ayurvedic doctor and holistic health coach. Each week we share wisdom or interview an inspiring personality to guide you become your healthiest self. Remember, your health is your greatest asset. If you are interested in doing one-on-one online Ayurvedic consultation with me, please find the details in the show notes of this podcast or do visit www.vigneshdevraj.com Hello Sabine thank you for coming to Ayurvedic Healing and Beyond podcast and it's really an honor to have someone who has been coming to India to Sitaram for Panchakarma so long and I would really love to share your story of healing and also your connection back to your spiritual nature to all the listeners because i find it it is one of the most unique stories that i always share in even in my lectures to people so first of all thank you and hope you're keeping well thank you as well it's a pleasure for me to talk to you today and to talk about my experiences to so many other people if they are ready to listen to it so sabine i i remember like it's almost 6 years 7 years uh, and 6 years ago 6 years ago 6 years ago yeah. is when uh i got into the journey of starting sitaram beach retreat and yes. we had a call and then you decided to come yeah. and what was it you know that initiated you to come to india and also the disease that was diagnosed called fibromyalgia and if you go and google it we will go crazy because it talks mm-hmm. about all nonsense mm-hmm. when i don't have a better word because it really scares the patient out and they are not able to find what way to what is the right guidance other than painkillers or steroids Mm. So in such a situation what was your guidance that you need to try something alternative or holistic Yeah Actually it's a long story but I try to make it very short because uh I uh was on a journey of uh visiting and asking for advices with different allopathy doctors because I did not know what's going on with me Mhm um i had no idea because you know fibromyalgia causes pains on different parts of the body so you wake up in the morning and suddenly your knees are swollen and you are not able to walk properly then after some weeks it suddenly starts with the shoulder then the legs are okay again but then the shoulder is hurting for one and a half year i could not move my arm properly so it was so hard for me to dress up in the morning so after a time after some time you think you get crazy because you don't know what you are suffering from so you go to the doctor and you talk about the knee and then you go to another doctor and you talk about the shoulder and no one is able to tell you what's going on with your body So at that time I was at the beginning of my menopause already so some doctors said yes that's because of the menopause and the hormones are driving you crazy and blah blah and actually it was me who found out that there is a disease which is called fibromyalgia mm-hmm. because I was googling a lot mm-hmm. I realized that there is no allopathy doctor who really can give me a proper diagnosis so I thought either i'm a hypochonder or there is a real disease but i have no idea yet 
I was reading so many books and yes, of course I used uh, the internet and suddenly I found that disease called fibromyalgia. So I went back to my doctor, I trusted the, trusted the, must, the most in and he said, oh, finally you found a name for that. I didn't want to tell you about this because now your brain is focused on this and, and I'm sure you found out that this can't be healed so congratulations mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and i thought oh my god now i understand why he did not want to talk about that uh, term because of course allopathy doctors tell you you need to live with that mm, you and, have to endure it yes so for me it was clear i'm not able to to live with that because my fibromyalgia reached a state it was bothering me that much. I had pains for some periods of weeks, 24 hours continuing. I and I took so many painkillers and I was not able to get a proper sleep anymore. And of course, after some while, you get depressive because you don't see any sense in your life anymore. Mm -hmm. And so this forced me to make a different decision. And I thought if allopathy medicine can't help me, and as far as I trust in my intuition, things are going well. So now I need to follow my deeper insight. And this tells me I should go to a foreign country and to search for a holistic way of healing. And that was just the inner calling. That was an inner calling, yes. Exactly. And uh, same uh, at the same time, there was another calling which told me, you need to leave your environment hmm. because there were so many other facts which uh, made me suffer. And I had the deep feeling that if I'm, let's say, I'm, if I'm going to a holistic doctor in Germany, I'm still in the same energy field. Yes, and I need to leave that energy field. That's so important. And for me, that meant go far away. And uh, of course, I love to travel. I love foreign people. I love foreign countries. So this was another little aspect of the whole thing. Mm -hmm. So this made me to decide to go to India and uh, to try Ayurveda. As I had made already some pretty good experiences with Ayurvedic medicine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so this was the reason I was searching. So we got to know each other. <laughs> Fantastic. And Sabine, so if you look back and let's say somebody comes with a diagnosis of fibromyalgia or they are showing symptoms of fibromyalgia. I mean, as you said, you know, when you don't see a hope and when people say you have to live with it, this is, it's as good as a life sentence. Mm. You know? And in such a situation, what would be your advice to them? With your experience, I mean, of course, we will get into how you recovered and how you were mm. feeling mm. Uh, and how all the aspects of your life changing, uh, mm. you know, helped you to recover. But if yeah. somebody comes with a fibromyalgia, if you know somebody is having a fibromyalgia, mm. what would be your guidance for them? You know, the phase of recovery from that. Yeah, so the main thing is, as I'm working as a coach, I know that very well, but if you are in that situa situation yourself, you know it's always a little bit 
harder than if you give some advices to others. But there's one, one thing you need to do in whichever issue you are involved. It's you need to make a decision. It's mm. up on your will. So the decision uh, means that you have the will to have another life, mm. to live a healthy life, to live a happy life, uh, and to believe that you are able to reach it. Because uh, what that's my experience, whatever disease we are suffering from, uh, whether it's fibromyalgia or any other disease, there is always a reason behind we have that. And in my case, I really deeply felt it that this has to do with a pattern to live. So with, with a pattern I grew up with. And I need to make the decision to change that pattern. Hmm. Or if you're not um, aware already of that pattern, just to be really willed to change life. This is the beginning of everything. If hmm. there is no will to do that, there is no chance to, to get uh, healthy again. So you're saying that no matter how severe the pain is, make a decision that I want to live healthy and I can come out of it. Yes. Irrespective of what you get from some of the mainstream uh, yes. science is saying. Yes, yes. Not caring about that, but just... Um, making a decision. Making a decision. That's it. And however the decision... Uh, is and whatever the conclusions are, whether you make a long journey to abroad or whatever you do. But first of all, it's the decision. That's something I learned out of my whole process. As long as you are not able to make that decision, there is no healing possible. Mm-hmm. And most of the people think they made the decision already. Of course, if you're talking to someone who is very sick, everybody will tell you, why are you asking me to make a decision? Of course, I wish to, to be healthy. But uh, if we have a deeper look inside and, and uh, we go to the subconscious mind, then we realize that the decision mostly is not, not yet made. Because mm. um, uh, a disease is something like an addiction. So if there is a, an addiction, let's say you are addicted to alcohol or to drugs, how can you heal that? You only mm-hmm. can heal it if the person who is addicted to something says, okay, now I stop drinking. And this is similar. Actually, mm-hmm. it's the same, the same thing. It's an addiction. You are addicted to a disease or to pains or to whatever because you are used to, that uh, sounds a little bit crazy, but you are used to, to survive with that. Oh, that's quite that's your survival. That's your survival um, tool, and you mm-hmm. are not even aware of that. So, first of all, make the decision. Now, my life will change. Well, you are saying that just like an alcoholic, he wants to come out of it, but deep inside, he's still craving for it. Yes. But he wants to come out of the side effects of it, but deep inside, he still have the cravings to go back yes. to that. Yeah. So unless someone disconnects from that cravings, recovery is not possible. And in fibromyalgia, in your experience, you would say that somewhere unconsciously, there was a need for 
pain or a kind of suffering. Uh, suffering. Yes. You're saying unconsciously there is a need for suffering. Yes, suffering and being the victim. Being the victim. Wow. Yeah. I mean, which is yes. Yeah. And what what gave you that, you know, that, wow, this was my pattern. I mean, from where did you get that? You know, because many people don't realize it. Because mm -hmm. I can completely understand sometimes yeah. when people will come and say, "Doctor, I finally want to." know a good doctor who can tell me what is wrong with me you know the question is they already know something is wrong and they want to find a doctor who can yes. tell what is wrong yeah. yeah and that is their identity something is wrong mm. with me and yeah. the belief that keeps on unconsciously yes. activating that some kind of a disease or pain that keeps coming up yeah yeah so where did you find this i mean awakening i mean i could say awakening because that's mm. like an awareness yeah i mean first of all there are the pains mm -hmm. and uh if the pains are really very, very severe, there comes the point you realize you can't stand it anymore. Mm -hmm. So I came to the point already that I was, um, I was actually ready for suicide. But then I realized, no, there is something inside me which is, which is strong enough. I wish to stay alive. And mm -hmm. uh, when I think back or look back, uh, I have the deep belief that life is something great and something something precious. And actually, I'm an optimistic person. And suddenly, I was in that uh, pessimistic state, and I didn't understand myself anymore. And um, this was, I think, this was the turning point. Um, I got the intuition again to look on life and see that there are always two, two poles. I mean, there is the pole uh, which has the, the negative, which shows the negative side. And I realized I'm only focusing on negative things, mm. but the positive things are already there. And it's up on me to, to change my view. And um, so the fact that I knew it's there helped me to make that decision and to say, okay, if the positive things are already there, now it's up on me to find out how to, to experience them again. Mm. And maybe for me also there was, um, it was supportive, supportive that, I, that I found out again that I really love to travel. So mm. this trip, was something which I really desired. And this desire helped me to, to break all the old patterns. I mean, that's why desire. people love travel also, because it helps them yeah. to break their old yeah, patterns. Yeah, of course. So, and it was like, I felt like a little child who started to play a game again. Hmm. I mean, there was that wish to to get rid of that disease but same time to uh thinking of that journey to that unknown country and to meet new people suddenly i got very curious again and uh yeah it was like a game and this is also a very important fact in in the whole curing process mm -hmm. That's quite interesting how you put across because once you came out of the environment and so you are saying that something in the environment was creating the pain and the patterns were supporting it and there was an unconscious need for being a victim 
and yeah. that ability to come out of that was like being like a child again and so now mm. coming back to fibromyalgia mm-hmm. and the pain in the body because yeah see uh in the last few years when i look back in most of the fibromyalgia patients who had come for panchakarma and i when i try to document what is common between them mm-hmm. i could see they were quite intuitive Mm-hmm. and they were super connected with their inner self mm-hmm. but somewhere they started settling for things that they were not happy with mm-hmm. and they realized okay i am a woman i am supposed to live for that you know i have to settle mm-hmm. for that i have to do yes. this for the family i have to do this mm-hmm. for the partner i have to do this for the business mm-hmm. and then a time when when i look back it is like it compounded and it showed up as a pain in the body which they were not mm. able to diagnose why it came mm. and do you think uh, this could have a you know a correlation but this is this cannot be proved in a research manner because my sample of uh, analysis is just limited to few yeah yeah 10 to 20 patients of fibromyalgia but yeah. once we deal with that and when they come for a treatment like ayurveda or when they come to a place like mm. india and sitaram you know they mm. get connected they have this human touch they speak to people and then they feel yes. and when they travel outside suddenly they see yeah. all the senses are awakened and yeah. on top of that it's just I, i can completely relate what you're saying because from their point of view of environment and when they come out of it it's like the body the nervous system feels suddenly i'm out of a prison yes exactly that's it uh i can uh really prove that that it is right what you're saying however you just have a few patients but the time i was searching for a healing method i went to so many talks in hospitals and there were hundreds of fibromyalgia patients and mm-hmm. when i followed the discussions i realized that it was exactly what you described people were in that victim role mm-hmm. and they had those strong patterns and they did not know how to come out of it but what was really making the difference i realized during all those discussions when i asked my questions my questions were different to those ones who just accepted the disease and wanted to get some some medicine and to uh to uh, for the for their pains but there was not the 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 deep believe that once they could get healed mm-hmm. and i always had that deep belief in me i knew there will be something which will help me but it's up on me i need to find it mm. so even that talks were not so successful for me but the one thing i found out allopathy medicine definitely is not the healer for me i need to search for something different and then i had uh, already a very um a uh, very successful experience with ayurveda and then i started again reading a lot about ayurveda and my intuition told me this is exactly what i need because mm-hmm. the approach to uh, to disease and um to to regard the whole body to regard also the the soul and then the mind this is this was actually what i was searching for i did not want to to meet a doctor who is just examine my body and that's it mm-hmm. i i wanted to uh to have real talks with a doctor so that someone really understands what i feel and who i am 
when i look back now after what you just said and when i look back when i'm when i reconnect the dots with most of the patients with fibromyalgia mm. if i'm uh, if i'm correct all of them after they had the consultation and the conversation you know with the doctor here with the mm. yoga teacher with the therapist mm. and what they said was finally i feel that somebody is able to understand me yes exactly and the moment they get that the pain starts the intensity yeah. starts going yeah. down yeah and then you know and 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 also i observed in case if they have come by themselves and if they are by themselves yes. and something from home reminds them or they get a call from business or something mm-hmm. suddenly the pain goes back yeah exactly and i was like wow how much is our emotions mm-hmm. triggering our pain in the body yeah. you know we are just scratching on the surface to understand this yeah. and yeah. they all have a need so i could also say that fibromyalgia is happening to a person who did not listen to them their inner calling for a very long period that was suppressed yes. and that showed up yes. as a pain otherwise why are they not able to find a cause for it you know mm-hmm. it's a disease of unknown origin yeah yeah and just giving yeah. painkillers is even making it worse because painkillers yeah. only keeping it even far away you are getting yeah. more disconnected with your system yeah yeah and and there is another fact uh, most of the fibromyalgia uh, patients and i experienced the, the same are totally exhausted because mm-hmm. you are always crossing your limits you're always they have like a burnout much much more than others because you are actually craving for appreciation and so you do more and more and more and it's never enough you are never enough mm-hmm. so Uh, this is another point uh, why I was uh, choosing Ayurveda because I I was really uh, I had the intuition already that all the massages and the body treatments will give me most of the relaxation I need. Mm. And I think that healing powers of hands. is yeah. so misunderstood you know there yeah. is a limitation what a pill just alone a yeah. pill can do to yeah. you yeah yeah and that and with fresh air and good food and you coming mm-hmm. out of your pattern and there is somebody to take care of you and when i look back and when i take the case history of patients with fibromyalgia they would be like overworked they have to take mm-hmm. care of many works at home yes. and they are taking the responsibility of the whole family and if they have yeah. a business they are taking that also yes and then they are, they need to plan for what's ahead for the kids what's ahead for the p- uh, husbands mm-hmm. and then they talk about all this you know it is all your nervous energy is getting drained yeah. out yeah that's and true. it is a pain is coming from where it's coming from the nervous system yeah yeah exactly yeah and it shows up in different parts of the body and they visit mm-hmm. doctor shopping and do a mm-hmm. and then they finally end up with a rheumatologist mm-hmm. and sometimes they could give a anti psychiatric i mean anti depressive pill yeah mostly they get antidepressive yeah. pills and uh for me that was clear i will never take that because uh then how i do my job as a coach and i love that to do if my senses are not working properly anymore because mm-hmm. what the antidepressiva are doing is just to suppress everything and the senses are not that open anymore i mean mm-hmm. i'm that intuitive so for me it's uh, uh anyway it's it's hard to take allopathy medicine because if i even take some uh some soft drugs i would say immediately i feel there is another person standing beside me there is kind of a shadow beside, beside me so that's 
That's how I feel if I take something which has such a deep impact on my whole high sensitive uh, energy system. Mm -hmm. So uh, therefore, I had the feeling Ayurveda will be perfect for me because it's giving just uh, herbal medicine and then you have the talks and then you have the therapists with the massages and all the other treatments. It was, um, yeah, it, for me, it was the best I could choose. I remember one of the patients came and said, finally, I feel I'm breathing here. You know? Yes, <laughs> yeah, I can totally understand. Wow. And uh, when I look back, all these patients, they just wanted to live their inner calling. That is yes. one thing that is so evident. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's all right. And they are not able to uh, understand how does this not, you know, listening to my inner calling, creating such a pain in the body. They are not able to connect those dots. Mm. And, and that's what, you know, coming to an Ayurveda or a place like mm. India or, you know, yeah. a place where there's a lot of sun and people are smiling. Yeah. That's what happens. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you are not aware that you are working that much because this becomes also an addiction. This becomes uh, your identity. You know? Yes, because when I look back now, I totally understand how this could happen. It was also another addiction. I was, if there was no excitement in my life, because it was not, a, there was no positive. No, that's maybe that's too hard to say that no positive excitement. There were so many positive excitements as well. But, but this was the one which was um, fulfilling me the most if there mm -hmm. was something very exciting and it came through uh, the, the high pensum of work. So mm -hmm. I was always challenged to do much more than others. So some of my friends always told me, we don't know how you can do that all. Mm -hmm. uh, and we used to take pride in that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and for me, it was so normal. And now I realize this was part of um, giving sense to my life. Mm -hmm. I really was addicted to that. You know, once uh, one of the patients who had come diagnosed with fibromyalgia with another doctor and he came mm -hmm. and do you have something? So the moment I told them, don't worry, we have had some success with fibromyalgia and it is not that I can give you a guarantee, but we do have some good feedbacks mm. from the patients who have had. And then she couldn't believe and so, you know, the tears started coming and then, mm. so am I, are we going to do all the five panchakarma procedures? And I said, no, what you need is not panchakarma. What you need is nervous system relaxation. Yes, exactly. Because if you do panchakarma, it's only going to make it worse because she yeah. thinks that doing panchakarma is going to solve somebody told, Maybe we might do one or the two procedures of cleanse, but more than that, yeah. what you need is yeah. retrain your body and mind yeah. to relax. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And then she, I, then I thought I am, I am supposed to do all the five procedures of cleaning. Mm. You don't need to do all of those five procedures mm. because that will create more tension. Yeah. And that is where, yeah. you know, they, they will go out and say, no, Ayurveda is not working. Mm. But it's actually what they want is retrain their nervous system to relax because we have been addicted to stress mm -hmm. addicted mm -hmm. to the pain as you yeah. said there's some unconscious only if yeah. i do this i feel safe with myself yeah yeah and there is another important point um 
the difference uh, from an allopathy doctor to an Ayurvedic doctor. Let's say uh, there is one doctor who is treating uh, the physical pains and you get the painkillers. And then you need to go to the, to the uh, psychotherapist or to the psychologist. And he tries to treat the, all the symptoms uh, which are caused in the nervous system. But the moment they send you to the psychologist, you feel they treat you like a very sick person. Mm -hmm. uh, something is wrong with you. Mm -hmm. I mean, and this is something you really don't like because you are actually fighting against that something is wrong with you. But the fact that uh, most of the fibromyalgia persons are so intuitive, they are used to that they get... Uh, got told from their early childhood that they are so hypersensitive, that they are so instable and blah, blah, blah. So as a child, when I think back, I felt that I'm a little bit different to other children. Mm. But this was not something positive for me because when the doctor came to the school at those times, the doctor came to the school and the first thing that this doctor told me, Oh my God, you're looking so pale again. Oh my God, what happens to you? And oh, you are so sensitive. And, and then you start to hate that. You, you, you don't like to be like you are. And so if the allopathy medicine then sends you to the psychologist, then again, someone tells you, you are not okay. And you don't want to hear that anymore because this is something you heard your whole life. So this is the, the main mm -hmm. difference uh, to, to the Ayurvedic um, uh, way of healing because you have those talks and you take it as totally normal. You say, okay, mm -hmm. yes, you are sensitive. Yes, that's your nervous system. But you don't feel that, that you are wrong. That's something I very mean, important. Exactly. I think once you label that, I see that that's what's happening to kids because uh, in the city hospital that we have, many mothers bring their children for treatment, like especially if they have allergies. And sometimes mm -hmm. I get quite irritated when mothers tell in front of the kids, doctor, he's always sick. Mm -hmm. And you have no idea how much that kid is learning from that. You know, he's yes, bringing, exactly. you know, taking up his identity yeah. and then he thinks, no, I'm always sick. Then even when he grows up, he could keep that identity. I'm always sick. Mm, yeah. And then, uh, then it also becomes an excuse for him not to show up on school and yes. not to be his best. Yes. Yeah. And then every and the same with fibromyalgia. When a woman is getting fibromyalgia diagnosis, the whole family gets, oh my God, what to do with her? She's yeah. sick. And then yeah. she starts thinking, oh, everyone is looking at me in that way. How do I handle this? Something yeah. is wrong with me. Yeah. Or maybe uh, so one woman came and told. I'm guilty that my husband could have gotten a better wife who didn't have this. Mm. You know, that's the kind of thinking yeah, that, yeah. that they go through because they're taking all the responsibilities into themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you know, mostly or so many women uh, have their fibromyalgia along with the starting of the menopause. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's what I, what, what I realized over the years. And um, when I look back, when it started, in my case, when the menopause um, was at the very first beginning, 
I did not know what's going on with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, at that time, I, I was not conscious uh, what's going on with me. Now I know it because in the meantime, I say the menopause is the greatest gift for a woman because at that time, you have the chance again to change your whole life to a better way mm-hmm. and uh, to to really understand who you are mm. and to start things you do, you always wish to do, but you never allowed yourself. And this, at the same time, is the biggest fear. Mm. Because you know, if you start to do that, so many people will be upset. So Mm. many people will not talk to you again. So many people will blame you for that. The decision to go to India was something very exceptional for my environment and so many people tried to keep me off to do that but my inner voice told me this is exactly the thing you have to do now yeah and this is also a point when uh, women mostly women uh, are not able uh, to 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 decide that they wish to be healthy again Mm -hmm. because deep inside they know already now I need to do a step which I actually do not have the courage to do. Mm. But this is necessary. And if you once do the first step, everything is in the flow. I think yeah. when you say this, I'm also connecting a few dots with my patients. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, when I connect back those... Because, you know, during, uh, let's say they come for like two, three weeks and then after like five, six days, we have a follow-up what is going on. Mm-hmm. And then one of the patient, uh, I think she was from United States. She said, what I understood was in the past, I was fearful about talking my feelings. Mm-hmm. And I was worried if I tell these things, it could create hurtful things to the other person. So I was mm-hmm. always holding those things to myself. Mm. and this kept building up so mm. maybe like i said uh, this body pain body can also come up with not listening to your inner callings mm. it also means when you're not communicating what you feel like because the word community comes from communication you know we yeah. want to feel that we are able yeah. to communicate our yeah. feelings mm. and the moment they feel they are not heard mm. the body starts showing up pain mm. so when you said being fearless in your communication is a very important therapy of recovering yes. from fibromyalgia. Yeah, yeah. And you know, so many people ask me now, they say, when you look back, uh, what was the, uh, the most exciting experience for you during all those years and spending so much time in India? And I always tell, tell them the same. Suddenly, I felt absolutely free and I met people uh, they, who, who took me as I am. Mm. I did not play, I did not need to play a role anymore. I was just me and no one judged me for anything. So you, are you saying that the pain is like a punishment to not being yourself? <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Or self-induced unconscious punishment. Yes, yeah. Or... You could say it in another way. Uh, If you make once the decision to change the life, then the pain is an excuse to do something which you are 
which you are not allowing yourself if you would be healthy. So if let's say if I would not have been that sick, maybe I would not have had the courage to tell my family I'm leaving Germany now. I go to India for two months because mm-hmm. they would have said, are you crazy? What are you going to do in India? Mm-hmm. Stay here. We need you here. But these heavy pains, they gave me an excuse. I, I could tell them, you see, I'm so sick. I need to go because the doctors here can't be helped. Now I need to go. I need to escape. It was an escape of that kind of life I had at that time. However, others would say, hey, your life was pretty good. Why did you complain? Mm-hmm. But as you said, it was not listening to my to my inner voice. For some part it was, but in general, it was not. <laughs> wherever it was convenience, it was okay, but wherever it was a bit fearful, it didn't yes. go well. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And what... I mean, if somebody is diagnosed with fibromyalgia, so how would you guide them now? Knowing with all that you knew right now, I mean, mm-hmm. or we could also ask it this way. What would you advise a younger Sabine who just got diagnosed with it? Mm. First of all, I would tell her, um, don't judge it. Mm. It's just something which is happening like now. Take it as far as it is possible Take it as some uh, as something which just appears now, but if something can appear, it can also disappear because mm. there are always the two sides in life. Duality. And mm-hmm. and don't judge whatever you did. Take it as it is. See the two poles. It's like uh, you are sitting in a yellow painted room and you say, "Oh, this is a yellow color." So you say, "Oh, this is." Uh, fibromyalgia paint now oh mm. what is this like like this and then say okay if this uh, is happening to me now um, if I'm in the yellow room and I do not want to stay in the yellow room anymore what am I gonna do oh I leave the yellow room mm. so make a decision like that say okay if I don't like those pains and if I don't like that disease I have to leave it that's the so- first step that's, I mean, you say, you know, you want to feel free. Feeling free yeah. is the first step. Yeah. So what would be the baby steps to that state of free, sense of feeling free? I know it's a very big question, but... That's a big <laughs> question, yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, again, I think it has to do with judgment. It has to do a lot with judgment because uh, when you are in that um, circle of pains and you are living in the environment circumstances you created, um, first you need to to see what it is, but again, without judging. I mean, you Mm -hmm. can say, okay, uh, I have those pains. I'm not, my sleep is not good. I have those hot flashes because I'm in the menopause. Um, My partnership is not like I would like to have it. Um, uh, Maybe my profession is not the one I I wish to have, but not judging it, not saying this is all bad. Just saying, okay, this is the present moment now. Mm. 
You know, there is a big, I realize there is a big, big difference. As long as we are judging it, we are actually judging ourselves and we do mm. not accept ourselves. But if we can say, yes, that's the moment now, that's the fact right now, like this wall is yellow. Not, not identifying with all those issues. I'm not identifying with the yellow wall because this is the yellow wall. It's just yellow. If I wish to have another color, I paint it in a different color or I leave the room because there are so many other rooms. <laughs> to understand this is so important. To understand where you can actually change and yes. waking up to the, towards that ability yeah. to change. Yeah. There is one, uh, one little story. I, I, it came into my mind when I'm working with fibromyalgia patients because I see how much they are judging the situation. And that means also how much they are judging their self. As I told mm -hmm. you before, you always need to work more than others and, and, and so on because you're not good enough for life. And, and so they are also judging their past and they are judging what they did and what they did not reach and and so on. So I always tell them if there is ice on the surface of a lake and you crash in and you need some help to come out and there is one person coming towards you, the only person who can help you now, but you know this person is a murder. Would you take that hand of the murder or, or would, would you not? Mm. Definitely everybody will take that hand. And then what you tell this murder if you came out of that lake you would say oh thank you so much that you helped me <laughs> it's you who helped me survive so take it like that whatever happened in the past and also the fibromyalgia that's the murder it's a wake-up call yes that's the murder who helps you to survive that moment that's all I wish many women suffering with this listen to the story and they understand how important it is to take care of their emotional well-being. Yes, I wish so much. I wish so much because this can help so many women. And also, again, to the menopause, mostly uh, uh, women uh, uh, regard it as a disease. Oh, my God. Menopause is the second puberty. I mean, mm. it's the puberty. You know, you have those hormone waves and, and life is so crazy. But this, this is much more than puberty. I mean, it's like I always compare it with a, with a 10 meters high wave of the sea. You can't stop it. Mm. It's uh, overwhelming you. It's, mm -hmm. it's something great. It's something great. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much, Savina. That was a very interesting conversation I'm, i hope many women who listen to this or men who know somebody suffering with fibromyalgia can share this wisdom of how important it is to listening to their inner calling and to their yeah. emotional well-being yeah i wish so much thank you so much thank you as well when i did uh, one of the sessions with you on lucid journey i mean that was quite personally very transformative for me so i always recommend to some of the people to do the lucid journey if they want to you know to find out about their purpose in life and other things. So how can people reach out to you? And what are the uh, coaching programs that you're offering currently? Okay, I'm living close to Munich and mm -hmm. I'm doing sessions face-to-face uh, -face or also uh, via Zoom. Mm -hmm. uh, if people wish to reach me, I can give uh, them the phone number now. 
It's uh, Germany, 0049, and then 176-569-24890. I will definitely put this in the show notes so people yes. can reach out to you. Yeah, so that's the best way uh, to reach me. And the coaching programs, it's a profound work on uh, getting an awareness about uh, a few fundamental things in life. And if we are aware how to regard life in a different way, we are aware how to manage it. So my purpose is to show people to be, I call it, their own inner guru. So that they do not depend on my work, but I try to teach them as much as tools as they like and use the tools on their own. And the tools are, for example, the lucid journey, guided meditations, uh, or some other different works. It depends on the issue why people are coming to me. Fantastic. But, the, but the, the, the goal is to transform anything which is still fear into love. Hmm. Yes, fear into love. Instead of taking actions from fear, we have to take the action from love. And that yes. is a big shift that can happen. Yes. yes. Thank you so much, Sabine. Thank you as well. Thank you for listening to Ayurvedic Healing and Beyond. If you loved and enjoyed this podcast, please do subscribe, share and review us. This helps to spread our mission of guiding humanity to becoming their healthiest self and also giving the right resources for holistic healing. If you wish to know more about my work, please do visit www vigneshdevraj.com and if you are interested in doing an Ayurveda treatment or authentic Panchakarma therapy, please log on to www.sitaramretreat.com